As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live and direct. The greatest city in the world, the city of angels, where it's 75 and sunny. We got seasons here. The good one. 877-99 on Fox. You don't have seasons. You don't have seasons. Yes, we do. Cut out all the ones that nobody actually likes, and you got California, especially Southern California. Johnny Ramos has passed the rock through the uh, urethra, and he has uh, returned from kidney stones. Uh, that's always always good to see his smiling face. Ryan Music back off the beach. Gottlieb back from Vegas. Played a little top golf last night. I have determined that while my real golf game not particularly good, my top golf game is exquisite. Oh, yeah. Well, pitching wedge, 125, nine iron, 150. That I can do in the circle that is uh, top golf, making some cash on the side. Real golf? Eh. But had a great time last night with the good folks 
the American Cancer Society. Meanwhile, if you've ever been to Top Golf, you know they have these massive big screens out to where you can't even hit a golf ball. And I was watching the end of the San Antonio Spurs season and the continued dominance of the Golden State Warriors, who played pretty well. They didn't play great, but they end up sweeping away the San Antonio Spurs. And I guess the story was, is that the last we'll see of Manu Ginobili? Here's Manu after the game. Like, you know, they wanted me <laughs> to retire. Like, they were giving me a sort of a celebration night. And of course, I'm getting closer and closer. Uh, it's, that's no secret for sure. It's getting harder and harder. But um, I, I always said that I wanted to let it sink in for three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Then I'll sit with my wife and see how it feels. So you'll see how it feels. He'll, he'll let it sink in. Uh, and remember, he, he played exceedingly well against Golden State. He did not play particularly well against the Memphis Grizzlies. I think he was like 1 of 15 from the floor in their uh, in their series over the Grizzlies, or from three-point range, excuse me. Really, really struggled. Uh, I've told you before, and suddenly people are now coming around to it, Manu Ginobili, to me, the most accomplished international player that we've ever had in the NBA, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he... He showed sacrifice. He showed versatility. Yes, he brought flopping front and center to the NBA. He brought that kind of flamboyance of a soccer style, and he became kind of the 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 first uh, to play that way and to play it effectively. But maybe more interesting is we've been prematurely calling the death of the Spurs for years. Right? How many times have the Spurs died and then come back to life? Last year, the year, the Spurs went for it. They went and got LaMarcus Aldridge, which is kind of out of their character a little bit to go get a high-priced free agent, but it also showed the character of Tim Duncan that he brought in his eventual replacement. Duncan retires, and they go and get Pau Gasol this year after falling flat against the Oklahoma City Thunder last year. Tony Parker tears uh, his quad tendon. Manu Ginobili is a shell of his former self. And while LaMarcus Aldridge statistically is decent, he's not nearly what they thought he would be. Pau Gasol doesn't seem to be a great fit. And he isn't on his last legs, but he's definitely not in the prime of his career. All that said, outside of Kawhi Leonard, who I know did not play in Game 2 and Game 3, outside of Kawhi Leonard, what exactly do the Spurs have going forward? They've always had stars, but they've always had up-and-coming stars kind of around those stars. Remember, when they had David Robinson, they didn't get good until they got Tim Duncan. And then when they had Tim Duncan, it wasn't until they added Manu and uh, and other pieces around them, like a Tony Parker. And then they added Danny Green and embraced the three-point shot. They've always found a way to kind of... reinvent themselves, but it's going to become increasingly difficult. Add to the fact that their second best returning player, LaMarcus Aldridge, appears to be kind of an awkward fit for how they want to play and who they want to be. And I don't want to say they're dead because you have Kawhi and you do have LaMarcus, but I don't think they're that much alive, right? They're kind of like walking around there. They're in that, that place to which you're like, well, they're really well coached and they find a way to get pieces and I'm sure they'll find a way to figure it out to some extent, but can you win a title or can you even get this deep in the playoffs in years to come? And I don't know what the answer is. 
So I don't know if last night was the last night of Manu, and he was effective enough this year, and you can cut his minutes and you can get his basketball brain around some of these young players. But boy, it 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 seems like, and maybe Dejounte Murray's their next guy. Seems to have the makings of some of their next guy, Murray, Kawhi Leonard, Lamarcus, or they trade Lamarcus and get some other pieces that fit better. Here's uh, Greg Popovich on Manu. Well, you know, Manu, uh, he's a grown man, uh, and he'll figure out what is best for him and and his family. Uh, You know, we started him tonight uh, out of respect. That was the whole reason for starting him. Uh, You know, before the game, you think, you know, it may or may not be his last game that he ever plays in. And I did not want to miss the opportunity to honor him in front of our home fans for his selflessness over the years. Yeah, like, I I just, it's one of those things to which his selflessness, is, as Pop went on, to not want to start to or to be willing to come off the bench for most of his career. And it's, it is a weird, there's some weird things about different, each sport, but here's a weird thing about basketball. Like, we don't hold guys in higher regard, in as high regard, when they don't start. Like, oh, well, he didn't even start. Like, yeah, he finished every game. Like, it's all that's really important, isn't it? He was still awesome. Pro-rate his stats, especially when he's playing 27, 28 minutes a game. And you can see that had he played 35 minutes a game, you're talking about a guy that's averaging in the high 20s per. Uh, I would guess that if you pulled actual NBA players who played during Manu's era, he would be one of the 10 or 15 most respected players in the league. And that's for like 15 years on. And I guess the question becomes, is San Antonio going to be capable of continuing to remake themselves? Because that is, to me, a more magnificent feat than what Cleveland's been able to do and in many ways, what Golden State's been able to do. Right? Go, like the trick to Golden State was they'd drafted high for years and years and years. And then they had a couple of drafts that they nailed. And then they added a couple of pieces. Andre Godala they added as a free agent. Obviously, most recently, you had Kevin Durant. And like, they're going to be good. And I think they'll be good for a long time. But for San Antonio in a small market to continue to remake themselves and be competitive over 15 years is stunning in the landscape of sports where guys, so many of these stars can pick and choose exactly where they want to play. Greg Popovich had this to say, which is kind of interesting. Well, you know, I I don't see too many big men that are real interested in playing down on the block anymore. Uh, You know, everybody wants to shoot it. And uh, I think that uh, I've stated many times, I I hate the three-point shot. Uh, I've often said, well, why don't we have a four-point shot? Let's have a five-point shot. Make it a circus. And, and then there's nothing going on except, you know, you feel like you're in Vegas every night, uh, that sort of thing. But you got to go with what it is. There's that many players that can shoot the three. Uh, you better be able to guard it, and you better have people that make a three. You know, it's, what's maybe fascinating about it is um, you go back six, seven years ago, and they nearly lost to the Dallas Mavericks who played small ball against them in the first round of the NBA playoffs. You fast forward to when they last won a title against the Miami Heat, and though they didn't play true small ball because they had uh, Tim Duncan at center, they did have, you know, 
perimeter shooters all around him, and they embrace the three-point shot. The only thing I don't like about Pop is his insistence that he has this act he won't talk to to sideline reporters. With the exception of that, I think he gives, for the most part, thoughtful answers. I don't think he's a hypocrite as a coach, right? Like when he... When he does something and somebody else is successful in the same thing, um, I you know, but the the three point shot is interesting because that obviously is a shot across the bow at the Golden State Warriors. On the other hand, there's a, a certain respect of the Golden State Warriors and their skill, and there's the denotation that hey, San Antonio wouldn't have won a title and been within an offensive rebound or a defensive rebound of a title if not for the three point shot. But what happens now for the Spurs is fascinating, fascinating theater. And you got Kawhi in his prime, who is a 21st century superstar, even though he's so soft-spoken he might not be in commercials. But the old guard is gone, and how do they continue to have that culture carry on? Now that Duncan is already retired, Parker's close to it, and so too is Mono Ginobili. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you've been following this story some, or if you watch on, uh, follow him on social media, you know that Ennis was, at least for a period of time, stuck in Romania. And uh, he joins us now. Ennis, how are you? Uh, good, man. How are you? Good. All right. So take me back because I've read the Players' Tribune article. You're in Indonesia. You're running basketball clinics for your foundation, and then what happened? So, I mean, we I was in a global tour. I was in a global tour with my foundation, and I was gonna visit 17 countries, and we visited uh, seven uh, countries Pacific. So, the Indonesia was my last stop, uh, last stop. So that that day we had a basketball clinic in the school. Everything was fine. There was, we had so much fun with the kids and everything. And then uh, I went back to hotel, time to sleep. Uh, I think it was around 2.30, a.m. I, I remember my manager knocked my door, and then he said, come to my room, we need to talk. I was like, okay. Uh, I went to his room, we started talking, and he told me uh, the Turkish embassy called the Indonesian government and said that the Secret Service and then the army was looking for me. I told them, what? Like, why, why are they looking for me? And he said, you know, the Turkish embassy said, I am a dangerous man. And I asked my ma- uh, manager, how, how, how am I a dangerous, dangerous man? Is that, that's what the Turkish embassy said. I was like, okay, that, that's weird. And then we, uh, we sit down with my manager and the local contact uh, in, in Indonesia. We'll just start talking. I said, okay, what should we do? Should we leave or should we just stay in, stay in Indonesia? And then my manager said, we need to go because uh, there's some you know, people that, like my, my friends in Malaysia, got kidnapped when deported back to Turkey. So the, he said that there's a chance that you, you might get, you know, just rested and just go deported back to Turkey. I was like, okay, we need to leave here as soon as possible. And then we looked up in a flight around 5.30 a.m. was the first flight. And then we went to uh, airport at 5.30. was the, was the first flight. And we just took off for the first flight. We kind of escaped the country. And then we went to Singapore. And then uh, we stayed there for like around five, six hours. Then we went to, uh, you know, uh, Romania. So from so from Indonesia to Singapore to by the way how far is it, how far is the flight from Singapore to Romania that one seems like it's the it's the the furthest flight how how long was that? Well, I think it was the total like uh, fifteen hours. 
All right, so uh, so you're like a man without a country, and yeah. this all kind of dates back to you speaking out about the government back home in Turkey, correct? Yeah, I'm I'm open for adoption, by the way. So let me know if any other countries want to adopt me. What do you mean you're looking for adoption? The country wants yeah, to adopt please. you, or or you're 25. I can't adopt you as my kid. You can adopt uh, me, especially with the money you're making. I'll be your kid anytime you want. I uh, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, the man who uh, has an incredible mustache. Uh, and, yeah. by the way, a beautiful jump shot. And his brother just committed, just transferring from UW-Green Bay to Xavier. Congrats to yeah. your brother as well. And yeah. his Cantor joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so you're you're in Romania. How yeah. uh, how, how long were you there before you posted on social media? I think it was like maybe like one hour, one and a half hour. Because I gave my uh, police there, my, my passport. He looked at it and he said, okay, you need to come back with me in the back. I went, I went in the back with him. He would just keep uh, looking at my passport. And then he came back to me and said, your passport is canceled. I looked at him and I asked him, why is my passport canceled? And he said, that's what the Turkish embassy says. I mean, your passport is canceled. I would just keep asking the guy, okay, so can you please give me a reason why is my passport canceled? Because I went to Romania before, uh, two, uh, I think three years ago I went to Romania. And then you know, I was like, why is my passport canceled? And he was just, uh, he was he couldn't give me no answer. He was just, you know, it's a secret. It's the Turkish embassy said, your passport is canceled. I was like, okay. And he gave us two choices. One was he said, okay, you could, you are not going to enter this country, so you need, you can try another country in Europe, or you can go back to America. I was like, um, I talked with my managers, like, what should we do, what should we do? Because, like, if I go another back, another country in uh, Europe, there was a chance that they say, hey, man, look, you're not a citizenship in America, so we, your passport shows that you're Turkish, so we need, we, we're going to send you back to Turkey. But there was that chance, so that's why we decided to go to America. Hey, you're like, then, a, you're like, Turkey, no, they took away my passport. They think I'm an enemy of the state. I'm not going back there. I'm going no to, I'm, go, I'm going to America. But, but the, Definitely. but the second you post on social media, now all of a sudden people in the States see it and, and everything changed, correct? Oh, everything. I mean, I, I the, as soon as I posted, you know, the video on, a, on, a, on social media, people like started messaging me, texting me, OKC Thunder. We talked to communicate with OKC Thunder, NBA, NBPA, even like, like the U.S. Senator texted me. My teammates are texting me. You know, Westbrook, Steven Adams, all these guys were texting me. And I was just sitting there, just, you know, just calling people and showing, hey, man, look, there's two police watching me and stuff. It was definitely one of, like, the weirdest and crazy moment I had. And it's Cantor joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I know you weren't born in this country, obviously born in Turkey. You've been here about a decade. Obviously, you didn't get to play college ball the, the one year yeah. at Kentucky. Uh, you know, because of because the team you played on and ha- when you were in Turkey, uh, but when you like uh, look, my experience I played overseas was when you would get to JFK and you would see Old Glory, you'd see our flag, you just you felt like you were home. You wanted to you wanted to bend down and kiss the ground. Yeah. What, what's the feel? What was the feeling like for you, somebody who not as a Native American, but this has been your home when you finally got to the states? What was the feeling like? So the crazy part is. Up in Romania, we get in a plane, so we were going to go to London, to New York. So we went to London, and then we missed our flight. So that was, I was like, oh why'd you Wait, why'd you miss your flight? Were you, like, having coffee, not paying attention? Was the was the connection too close? No, because, Did you get stuck no, in because, customs? What happened? No, because when we land in London, 
So there is this guy in a plane. I had no, well, I don't know what, 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 like, what was his problem. These two policemen got into plane and then started looking for him. And I, I got so nervous, I thought they were looking for me. So the, and then we missed our flight, and that this lady said the next flight is the next day. So I was talking to my manager, what should we do? Because if you leave the airport, there is a chance that we cannot get back in to the uh, airport. So I was like, what should we do? What should we do? And then he said, okay, we're gonna stay. We're gonna spend uh, the night in the airport. So you so slept. Spent, you slept in the airport or like in an airport hotel? I was like a you know like bug bags. How do you say like you know there's two beds a bit uh, top of each other. Yeah. Bunk beds? Bunk beds. Yes. yes. We, in London, inside the hotel, they have bunk beds? Yes, yes, in a lounge. So we stayed there, we spent the night, we ate some, you know, some foods, kind of like snacks, whatever, we ate the snacks, and then the next day we woke up, and then we, uh, uh, we were about to get in a New York plane, and this gentleman from Homeland uh, Security looked at my uh, green card and got some numbers, got uh, took some notes. Call some people and say, okay, you're good to go. And then when I get in the plane, when the that plane took off, I'm like, oh, finally! It was it was like it was a really good, really good feeling. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a really, really good feeling. Okay, so um, why? Like, you're a basketball player, right? And I know that you've had some fallout with some family over some of your feelings about the government back home. But why do they care so much? I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not saying you're not an important. You know, figure because you're the most known now Turkish basketball player in the States. But why yeah. do they care so much what you have to say that they want to go to these lengths to shut you down? Because it all had, it all started last year. Do you probably remember what happened with Turkey, all this coup attempt last year, right? Yeah. So there is this coup attempt, but the fake coup attempt. So the President Erdogan did the coup attempt to his own country. So he can a coup, control yeah, everything. A coup, a coup d'état. Okay, anyway, a, a coup attempt. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. uh, you, you, you have you have an. I can understand you. I just know somebody's in the car going like a coup attempt. Yeah, a coup. They had. Yeah. So wait, the, 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 there was a coup on the president, correct? Yeah. In Turkey. Right, okay, a coup attempt, but, wanna, but it didn't go through. Yes, but if you if you want to understand who did the coup attempt, uh, coup attempt, uh, you have to look at the results. So the number shows after the coup attempt, and there is this site called. Uh, TurkeyPurge.com. If you go there, you, you can see a little, a little more details. So if you go to that website, there's 130,000 people are in jail right now after the court wow. There's all this, you know, like journalists, newspaper, all these channels are shut down. And all these, you know, dormitories, over 2,000 dormitories, universities, and schools are shut down. So and then this guy did the court attempt so he can be the one-man show. He can control the army, the police, the military. He can uh, control everything. So he wanted to be the one-man show. That's why he did the court attempt. So when he did the court attempt, I was spoken out against him. So he is using religion uh, to brainwash people. That's the easiest way to, you know, just um, you know, control people. So he's polarizing people. He's making groups. And then whoever's speaking out against him, he's just, like, trying to shut you down, everything, like, every way. Hmm. So... That's why I was a part of uh, this movement called Hizmet Movement, led by Mr. Fethullah Gülen. That's why the, the, we, the Hizmet Movement was speaking out against them. All the corruption uh, the Erdogan did, all the, you know, the uh, crazy things he's doing. And, you know, when we speak out against him, he blamed on the coup to Hizmet Movement and Mr. Fethullah Gülen. There is not one evidence after the coup attempt that we are involved in the coup attempt. Hmm. So that's why he was like, I was speaking out against him. That's why he... He targeted me and the movement, and that's why I'm in 
that that was the reason. And then, I mean, if you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mr. Erdogan, uh, President Erdogan. He was here. He was in the States in Washington yep. um, uh, last week. And then if you see what he did to, you know, all these people, he gave order to, you know, just go beat up people and stuff in America. And uh, you guys probably know the U.S. Senator John McCain tweeted about, oh, we don't do this in here. So think about, guys, if he's doing this in front of the whole world. Right. If he does it in the, in the States, public, what, do you, what do you think he does in the privacy uh, of, about of Turkey? What he's doing yeah. in this country. Yeah behind the curtains. That's crazy. And there is this report, Amnesty International, saying that people have been tortured, people have been raped, getting murdered, getting kidnapped and stuff. So it's definitely crazy. That's whoever's speaking out against him, he's trying to just... You know, trying, trying, to, trying to limit it. Ennis Cantor joining us. All right, I got some other stuff I got to I gotta ask with you. Uh, when you see KD in the finals now, the team that beats you guys, now he's in the finals, four games, they haven't lost a game in the playoffs, Having been a part of the Thunder last year with him, how does it make you feel? I mean, of course. I mean, first of all, when he decided to go to Golden State, you know, the first day I saw the yeah, I saw the thing. I texted him. I texted him and I told him, you know, what well, good luck. Because we under, we all understand it's a business and everything. But my problem was how he did it. But you know what? I mean, I, I wish him the welcome. I mean, first of all, I don't want Golden State to win a championship because we don't like Golden State, by the way. We, I want Cleveland to win the championship, but whatever. I mean, he's, of course, he's no question. He's one of the best players in the league, and there's no question about that. But like, I mean, of course, I want Cleveland to win the championship. You want Cleveland to win? Of course, man. We don't like, we don't like, we don't like Golden State. Why so, don't Why don't you like Golden State? I mean, just because they beat you, or is there something else? Uh, there was a three-one. We blew up and everything, whatever. And then, I mean, we just don't like Golden State. Uh. What's what's how would you describe playing with Russ? Man, I mean, he's first of all, everybody like seen one side of Russ. Everybody seen Russ on the court chilling, getting all these triple doubles right there. But there's the other side of Russell, and he's always you know outside of the court. Russ, he's always helping people. He's giving back to the community. He's always you know just trying to be the guy that you know just uh, help his state, help his you know his teammates. It's you know his his family and everything. So he was the one that, you know, always like just stepping up. And, I mean, we were some, some games we were down by like 15, 20. And whenever you see him, something was like going crazy. Like, Let's go. We can do it. And there's a lot of games that we came back just because of, you know, his craziness. And then in the game, in the, on, the, on the court, there's no question. He's the best basketball player in the earth right now. I mean, he's been playing this and all the triple doubles and everything, but same, he's making himself better. I say this every time, and he's making everybody else better around him, and that's what the really, really special players does. Yeah, but didn't he didn't he take some of the rebounds away from you and Steven Adams? I mean, like, was he, uh, was, was, he was he ever going like, yo, I got this, I got to get my triple-double? Uh, it's not like, okay, let me get my triple-double. He was just doing it, but, like, there's sometimes that you just let him have it. <laughs> there you, know? you go. Uh uh, okay, cage match between you and Steven Adams. Who wins? Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough question. Because like I, uh, we we play one on one sometimes. It's not basketball. It's kind of like wrestling. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. How about th- this one? Uh, Billy didn't play you hardly at all in that last playoff series. D- do you see? A, do you see that changing in the in the future? 
Uh, well, I think, you know, I mean, uh, most, uh, the most important you, you could do, I mean, of course, everybody wants to play, you know, 48 minutes. The only thing you can do is just uh, whenever you're out there, you play your hardest, but whenever you're on the bench, you cheer for your teammates, and that's what the best thing you can do. All right, man. Well, listen, we're, we're glad you're back stateside. It's all craziness. Now you can't ever, now you can't ever leave Oklahoma. That's not a bad thing. You're a legend there. Uh, we got plenty. I, I'll send you some different spots you can go visit in in, in uh, the states to which you can go state to state. Nobody's going to mess with you. Nobody cares how you feel about uh, the president of Turkey. Uh, you're, you're welcome here anytime. Let me tell you something, man. The best thing, you know, when I tweeted and say I'm finally uh, I'm finally in America, people people were saying welcome home. So I feel like this is my home now. You know what I mean? I just want to thank all America, all the fans, all the people who supported me, NBA, NBPA, you know, uh, Homeland Security, because, I mean, they work as one team, so you just can't get me out of there. I'm definitely you know, thankful for all this uh, all this uh, support. Ennis, thanks for sharing your story with us and joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate it, my man. All right, that's Ennis Cantor joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Our national nightmare is over. No, you still can't be a two-pump or three-pump chump. You cannot make sexually suggestive uh, celebrations in the end zone. But with that as the exception, the fun bunch is back. The mile-high salute is back. The dirty bird is potentially back. That's because the league will apparently allow group celebrations in the 2017 season. That from Tom Pelissaro. Of Sports Illustrated, the league will also allow celebrations that include using the ball as a prop while the NFL is lightening up on its scoring restrictions. The league will still permit uh, will will still permit uh, offensive gestures that include prolonged acts, miming weapons, sexually suggestive acts that include uh, twerking, an act that led Antonio Brown to being fined several times last season. So there you go. Celebrations are back as long as they don't as long as it's not a dude humping a goalpost or air or whatever. You can use the football as a prop, you just can't pretend like you're shooting anything. Cuz football cannons aren't fun. T-shirt cannons fun, football cannons not fun. Got it? Good. I mean this to me is the NFL is going the way of of uh, of marijuana, right? The marijuana, the the national marijuana policy. Like, what are we doing, right? Like, are we really? Marijuana is not legal in most states, but it's also been decriminalized. Uh, they're not completely decriminalizing from a football standpoint. Some of these celebrations, but like, look, if you want to have a good time and enjoy your teammates and spike the football or pass the football around like it's a hot potato and then some big fat lineman spikes it and you all foul down, like, all right, fine. They're really that big a deal. The prolonged acts. Here's the one that's going to get guys. Here, people lost their mind over Cam Newton. Other football players had a problem with Cam Newton because he would – he was not just dabbing. You dance and then dance and then dab and then dance more and then dab. And they're like, dude, enough. Like, we got it. You got a first down. Congratulations. So uh, had they made them all legal, that would have been interesting. That would have been like complete legalization of drugs. Like the idea that if you legalize it, nobody will do it. Like, ah, 
But I think they know that players are going to celebrate and they are going to plan. So we got to go like, hey, no essentially suggestive stuff and let's keep it moving here, right? If you have a plan, you know, you got a plan, play it out. You don't, let's move on. Yes, Ryan. Do you see a possible unintended consequence of this being later in the CBA, the NFL using this against them and being like, look, we let you celebrate, so quit asking for marijuana or something like that? No, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a, if they would have done that, they would have done that in the last collective bargaining agreement. I just think they, they understand how ridiculous they look and that there are much more important things to police than, you know, guys using a football as a prop. Like, that's just a dated idea. I, I don't know who the first person to go like, I don't like this football with a prop thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the group celebrations. Like, so you'd rather a guy celebrate by himself? A look at me? Like, well, no. I'd rather him just throw the ball back to the, the umpire in the back of the end zone. That's my dorky football talk guy, by the way. That's, that's really bad. What do you mean? I didn't notice any yeah, difference. Well, yeah, I know. Oh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. What did the Fox and say? And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Nick Wright from... Um, What's the new show going to be called? First Things First yeah, on Fox Sports 1 premiering this fall. He was on with Colin Cowherd before this show, and he had this to say about a conversation he and I had, private conversation, become public in the cafeteria. I said this to Doug in person in the cafeteria earlier, so I'm going to say it again. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, but and I love Doug. Doug, I'm so glad we hired him, and this isn't taking a shot, but it's a little bit of a shot. The, Doug, the only... The only sports argument Doug makes that isn't an intellectual one and is an emotional one is this is this one It's for two reasons. One, nostalgia is a hell of a drug and Michael Jordan is tied up in Doug's youth and childhood and his Doug is in his family are so tied to basketball. And the other one is the things Doug was great at are the things Jordan was great at. Doug was amazingly uh, precise with his footwork. He was amazingly technical, a great competitor. Doug doesn't love the guys who are just bigger and stronger than everyone because when he played ball, he wasn't bigger and stronger than everyone. You like the guys that that remind you of yourself. No kidding. That's why I like you so much. No You're doubt. so that's, smart. Thanks. Thank you, Colin. So, yeah. I mean, the the <laughs> like, so listen, that's fine. You, you're right. I mean, we can play that game. The idea that, oh, Jordan never disappeared like that. And we can just make believe. We can pretend that when Jordan, the closeout game of the NBA finals in 1996, when George, the Bulls go up three, nothing, 72 win Bulls, George Carl, the brilliant coach, George Carl, doesn't have Gary Payton guard Jordan for the first three games of the series. <laughs> game four, he's like, hey, Gary, why don't you Go ahead and we'll try that. Jordan's terrible. Terrible. He was terrible the final three games of that series. He shot 30%, but he shot the ball 62 times. <laughs> so people are like, oh, he didn't disappear. No, they are different guys. One guy happens to be better. You and I agree on who that guy is. But by the what's going to happen in the series? I mean, the Cavs will win tonight in a day and a half. Yeah, they will. I wish we had time for the other one. Yeah, that was very deep on Doug Gottlieb. That was uh, that was. Uh, Doug knows I love him. Doug, no, Doug's a mentor. No, but what of mine. you basically said is that Doug doesn't like the big, stronger guys. He likes the grinders, and Jordan was a grinder because yeah. Doug was a grinder. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would never put my name and Michael Jordan in the same sentence. I, I think that's a. These are uh, non sequiturs. Like my. My comparison and my comparing and contrasting Jordan and LeBron has nothing to do with my game. Right? Like my game was more 
Steve Nash without a jump shot meets Matthew Delavadova. Right? Let's let's just call it like it is. Right? Or or you know, Rondo without the length that Rondo like I have big hands. Rondo has baseball mitts uh, as hands. Neither of us could shoot. Both of us could dime. He's obviously a better defensive player. Like that would be a more. So that has nothing to do with Jordan. Uh, and he's not wrong about Jordan and and Seattle. What he's wrong about though is that we. It's like he's in denial of what everyone saw from LeBron the other night. We have the sound of J.R. Smith, right? J.R. Smith said, like, hey, if there's one thing he's got to have, it's confidence. I, I got the quotes right here. You don't even need to bring it up. I, I have them in front of me. This is what J.R. Smith said about LeBron and what he needs to do heading into game four. I mean, I never had a problem with that confidence. I've been confident every time I've stepped on a court, whether I've been falling out of bounds or shooting a free throw. Confidence is something I never lack. That's my job as his teammate and as his friend to make sure he stays confident in what he does. And, you know, just trying to get him out of it. Like I'm not in denial of this. I'm not. This is not emotion. This is not me making it up. LeBron James is the best all-around player in the world. I'm not disputing that. What I have said is the difference in LeBron and Michael Jordan is, was, has always been really twofold. One, LeBron will lose, if, if once a series, in a big series, he'll lose confidence in that jump shot. I don't know how it's possible, but he will lose it. And then, two, the last two minutes of the game, yes, Jordan would struggle at times. And Jordan is the opposite. Had to learn to pass as opposed to LeBron had to learn to score. But Jordan always wanted the ball. Always. And in basketball, and maybe this is ingrained in me for my 40 years of life, the best player has the ball at the end of the game. You got to throw him the basketball. Good things happen when the best player, like, that's what good coaching is. Good coaching is like, hey, who's the best player? Get him the ball. And Jordan found more ways to make shots for himself or for others, as opposed to LeBron, who lacks confidence at times, which is just astounding. It's, it's like an anxiety disorder. He's changed his free throw form 16 times or free throw routine, 16 times this year. I'm not making this up. I'm not emotional about it. I'm not tied to history. I grew up watching Jordan. I grew up watching Magic. Like, Magic was unbelievable. Magic wanted the ball. Magic had the baby sky hook. He had a bank shot falling out of bounds against the Boston Celtics. You always felt like Magic would find a way at the end of a game, and you're not sold on LeBron doing that. I don't care what anybody says. I've watched. But I do like Nick Wright. And I like that uh, uh, he thinks of me as Jordan-esque. <laughs> that has never been said ever about, like, well, I, I, my son and I, we play, we have a court at my house, and I lower the hoops, and on that court alone playing with my son's eight-year-old basketballs, uh, I am Jordan-esque. Tongue out, hanging on the rim, Jordan early days, dunking on everybody. And that's what the Fox said. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.